does this uh, solar charging your what is that? It's a very important thing we do. Solar charging your It's like, you know, you plug in your phone. If you do downward dog naked towards the sun, you solar charge your hole and it just supercharges your day. So you mentioned earlier, what is this revolution <laughs> oh my God. you guys do? They're professional bottom. They've had four at one time. What? I had never or wanted to but like, okay, so I got them and get more comfortable with it. You're looking at, you know, the arrows, like when you're playing Dance Dance Revolution, and you're them. Your right hand is like up and left, and your left hand is down and right. And so punching in their to read the sensors and play the video game. And I got a pretty high score. Whoa. Not gonna lie, I did. <laughs> Girls just like wanna have fun. <laughs> Back to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host Wayne Lewis. What up? What up? And our guest today, Chathan. Oh, JJ. Oh, JJ. Oh, good. How are you? Doing? Can't complain, man. <laughs> Doing Back great. Part two. Oh yeah. I didn't hear part one, but I'm excited to listen later. Intense. <laughs> so how did you two meet? Uh, I so we're both big Burning Man attendees, and I really love regional burns, which are the smaller affiliated burns and um, much smaller events, more community oriented. So I wanted to go to Love Burn in Miami, and I didn't know anyone going. So I was just looking for a theme camp, posted on the page, and Chathan got a hold of me and was like, it sounds like you would be a good fit based on who you are for our camp. And the first time we ever talked on the phone, I, I mean, we were both in tears really? talking about the like sacred event, that event that he throws, and how much we both value consent and open sexuality and just who we are as people. We were like, what is this? And wow. it's like instant family. Like, it's an amazing group of people. So talk to me about this event. What what goes on there? <laughs> well, it's... Well, let's call it a celebration or a body empowerment event. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a really sacred space. Um, so, Chathan and his partner created this event. They've done it at lots of regionals. Um, I'm the only person, as to my knowledge, that they've let me join in and host and be the MC of this event. Mm -hmm. I've emceed a lot of different things. I do a lot of weird lesque and burlesque and things like that, and I'm a myself. And mm -hmm. But... It's a really sacred event where the owners can go up and experience whether they know how to or not being cheered on in their own bodies. Mm -hmm. And it's not a destination oriented event. Some people do get there. Some people don't get there. We have help that can get them there and help teach them or they can work with a partner or just solo. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, our, that year, I think we had maybe 16 people who live in front of about four or five hundred cheering audience members wow. who are just giving them support and love it's not about the audience and what mm -hmm. they're getting out of it it's about just a really wonderful yeah. vulnerable like gratitude for their vulnerability in showing this part it's of themselves. like a trust fall mm -hmm. like wow whatever shape size color menstrual status body mm -hmm. hair configuration we have somebody who every time they've done it they happen to be on their period and their diva cup will literally shoot into the audience yeah uh, and it's so beautiful. And, I was in tears. It's all about just embracing whatever your body is and looks like. And because it's so brazen, it's like really taking ownership of your body. So like, is, is, is an art though, right? Everyone can't. They can. 
can't. Technically, I mean, maybe not 100% of people, but probably around 99.99 can. If you, it's um, so it's a liquid produced by the Skeen's gland. It's mm. not pee. Um, they have studied it. It's in not the, pee, guys. It's not. <laughs> Technically, not about 10% of urine will absorb through the bladder wall, and they've like tested it chemically. But mm. it is a totally different liquid. Comes out a different hole, mm-hmm. and the it's usually from intense and G-spot stimulation at the same time, but mm-hmm. different people do it in different ways. Um, it's There's no reason to think that people couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. There might be someone out there with a particular shape of a or cystic fibrosis or something that mm-hmm. really can't. Right. So I wouldn't say 100%. Um, the first woman ever filmed doing it was actually Annie Sprinkle. She's an amazing worker and... Annie. Annie Sprinkle. She does a breast ballet. She's fabulous. Look her up. She's an ecosexual. (laughs) And she did a breathwork organization Mm -hmm. while I was in college with me. I had a crygasm. She's she's incredible. What's a crygasm? It's a release with tears instead of orgasm. It's just a full body release. No, no, just breathwork. Oh, breathwork. Just breathwork. Yeah, crygasms. Never had that. (laughs) I highly recommend it, especially for men. It's such a good release. Wow. Okay. Um, But she she was the first woman ever filmed doing it. And they Mm -hmm. were like, what is this? Mm -hmm. And it's still been very, like not studied mm-hmm. horses do it too i've seen a horse do it while living in israel yeah horses will really? like pre even just turn around like turn their to the I'm other male <laughs> horse and just <laughs> gallons of it it was I'm nuts so, it was so, nuts so what is so what is so to teach men how to prepare women to from a, a finger stimulation standpoint what is, what is the what is the art when it comes to the so for, the foreplay aspect of it. Yes. Art. So first and foremost is the mentality. No one makes me. No one makes a woman. A okay. woman. So that that's is her job. A misconceived to do. notion that we have. You can be an assist. Yeah. Okay. You can help a woman to. But ultimately, I have to participate in my own orgasm if it's ever going to happen, mm-hmm. especially with really with any kind of orgasm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a thing we don't talk about. Right. right. It's really us allowing that to happen. Right. Um, so. Technique, I mean, first you take on that attitude. You mm-hmm. listen to each person's individual body, pay mm-hmm. a lot of attention to how they moan, move, things. Mm-hmm. I recommend use of toys. I'm a big, you know, proponent of toys. Like, mm-hmm. vibrators will get the stimulation so that they don't have to worry about fingers, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the G-spot is about an inch and a half to two inches inside your and at the roof of your So mm-hmm. middle finger is usually best, a mm-hmm. little bit curved. And mm-hmm. depending on the woman, it could either be going in and out. It could be a kind of come here kind of motion. It, it depends. And they make specific toys with mm-hmm. which can also curve towards the G-spot that can help as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to push the G-spot in the way if it's up tucked behind a, a pelvic bone. Mm-hmm. So. Occasionally, some women like pressure on the top of their stomach as well, which can help because for the woman... So pressing down gently with... Yeah, if you press like here, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll feel your fingers from the inside on the outside. What? So press on the stomach and just kind of right there. Yeah. Okay. So the shape of the... Is, everyone thinks of a this big. It's not. It's actually... It's It looks kind of like this. It has mm-hmm. two feet along the... Mm-hmm. And it goes down underneath, and the bottom of the is what we call the G spot. Right. So it's really all the same organ. Okay. And I taught myself how to in a bathtub when I think I was 16. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I want to see if I can do this. And wow. it's messy, so I do recommend a bathtub. <laughs> it can be a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I just kind of played around. I, any Anything you're going to try in I highly recommend do it yourself first. Mm-hmm. You haven't tried play around with it before you're like, hey, partner, stick that in there. Like, right. you want to know what you like and mm-hmm. how to teach someone else to do it how you mm-hmm. like. Um, so, but I mean, one time I got bored after a, a, a day at home and I was like, how many times in a row can I, 
And after 28 times, I got fucking bored. And I was just like, I'm dehydrated and bored. That's like when you have a sick day and you're at home yeah. from school and you're wait, just like. So, so like, wait, 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 wait. Bored 28 times? Yeah. And it, it will just so keep going the, forever. The bed was soaking wet. Well, I use a lot of towels. <laughs> I, I, I knew. Wow. <laughs> Plastic wow. Uh, mattress covers are your friend. That's got to be a world record, right? No. What, I'm sure it's not. I mean, it, it gets less yeah. and less liquid each time. You do have to be pretty hydrated. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it just is a, and they don't know why. They don't know why evolutionarily, yeah. if it's a cleaning out process or, um, oh, but before I forget to mention, back to teaching because for women <laughs> yeah. to yeah. learn how to do it themselves. Yeah, teach, teach the men out there how When to. you're about to and have a orgasm and it feels like you kind of have all this pent up energy, mm -hmm. it's a pushing down like you're peeing. It's almost feels exactly like you're trying to force yourself to pee. You do have to push down rather than pull up during that orgasm. Oh, okay. Otherwise, your muscle spasms, there's kind of a pulling up and you probably just have a orgasm. Mm -hmm. But it's a pretty intense use of your muscles to actually make it happen. So as the man, how do you know when she's pulling up? Like, no, 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 baby, you got to push down. You, you could hear it. You could hear it? Yeah. Well, you can see it in the body, too. There's kind of a, a clenching versus up. a, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and, you know, if you're... Pulling in your stomach to look cute, probably not going to work, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. got to really relax. Yeah, yeah, just relax. And the most important thing is that it's non-destinational, mm. you know? If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Because the number one thing that's going to stop any orgasm mm. is pressure, especially on women. Mm. And you making it about you and I want to make sure I made you c It's like, mm -hmm. no, this is an experience you're having together. If you don't get there, that's totally fine. Mm. Then it makes it easier to maybe get there next time instead of next time being like a traumatic, like, even me, I'm very comfortable with but if there's like a, a timeline or a pressure, like, you know baby, I'm gonna make you, I'm like, oh, instantly. Turns you off. <laughs> instantly. Like, because, uh, no well, I mean, that's the, I mean, women say make more, I'm, or you just made me, so we kind of take that, like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, linguistically, it's very in our culture, and that'll right. be a long time before that shifts, you know? Yeah. One person at a time, because it does give credit. It's, it's a boldness. You're a partnership, yeah, yeah, hopefully, right. if you're caring, loving partners, yeah. not discounting the role of the man at all. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very, you know, or, or woman, any partner mm. can do this, obviously. Right. Um, it's not organ dependent. <laughs> mm. So. So you mentioned earlier, what is this revolution <laughs> oh my God. you guys do? So one oh, of. Oh, my Lord. Wait, you My said Lord. But revolution. Revolution. Fist yeah. revolution, alternatively. Yeah, but I like to call it punch revolution. A punch revolution. Oh, speaking of you me earlier. Speaking of <laughs> which, I do know the person who has the world record for the most mass. So I think we should bring them in here. Oh, we should. But <laughs> so yeah, people ask me. I one of my favorite. I I am in um, a dancer, and one of my favorite people like things to ask people is like, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? And then mm -hmm. they always ask me. So I've done a lot of crazy things. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll talk about my DJ and things later. But this was literally the craziest thing probably I've ever done. And I've been to forty-eight countries, gone around the world by myself, backpacking. Like, but we have a beautiful human in our community named. Well, I won't even name them for their privacy, but they're a professional bottom. They've had four in their ass at one time. What? I had never or wanted to be, but they did a workshop and they asked for a volunteer and I was like, okay. So I got to them and get more comfortable with it. Later that night. Were you Yes. So I was like, okay, I'll figure out the mechanics. I knew like, I'm not going to hurt you because you know what you're doing. And right. I just really wanted to figure it out. Later that night, it's pouring rain. We're at a festival. We're all just huddled around each other in our camp. And this person starts setting up wires and computers and things. And Good I'm like, inventor. And yeah, incredible. Insanely brilliant genius. Mm. Brilliant genius. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And they bring out, they basically took 
freeware dance dance revolution software mm -hmm. hooked it up to sensors on your wrists so you you're looking at you know the arrows like when you're playing dance dance revolution you're looking at it and you're f them. your right hand is like up and left and your left hand is down and right and so it's kind of a mind as well and you're literally punching sorry i'm hitting the mic <laughs> punching in their to read the sensors and play the video game. And I got a pretty high score. Whoa. Not gonna lie, I did. <laughs> Girls like, just like, wanna have fun. On. Yeah, like you, like you. What? I can so, never hear that song again without laughing. They are so laughing. talented with oh, their a that they can, like, you just punch and they just, I mean, I've seen them get irritated when two people were their ass and they were just like. Harder. They literally grabbed more. one of their arms and they were like, and then they just plunged their own. Yeah, and, and they'll tell like you, they'll be the first to tell you, like, I'm just programming my <laughs> to f me how I want to be f***ed. Like, they really enjoy it. At Burning wow. Man, I ran into wow. them, they're like, do you want to f*** me? I'm like, I mean, the, you wear gloves. You, okay, okay. It's a combination of Crisco and X Lube, which is the best lubricant, and okay. they call it spackle, which I find hilarious. Mm -hmm. And it's so viscous, it's like a wall between mm -hmm. your fingers. It's like, so, I wasn't about to get into oh, that so like at Burning Man. Thick? Oh, it's so thick. It's like... Like it's like, okay. Oh, like it's like, almost like silly you... putty. Like, but but yeah, yeah. It's just really mm. viscous and goopy, like slime. Do you ever make slime as a kid? Yeah, I make slime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should be on like Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. This should this should be a Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nickelodeon well, friendly is it? <laughs> yeah, this should I'm be in. on Nickelodeon. I'm in. How to Where's teach kids Nick about when you, when, where's Nick Cannon when you need, need him? He, he's he's making, making kids. Wait, yeah, didn't he? He's got like, what? He's at 12? Yeah, for sure. Was that your craziest sexual story or is there other ones? Oh, I have so many funny ones. I got into an, I dated identical twins in Israel. I've what? had an accidental Kevin threesome in the orgy dome at Burning Man where they both were named Kevin. He's like, hi, I'm Kevin. Hi, I'm also Kevin. Like, well, wow, Wait, there's an I orgy just, dome? Oh, yes. There's a whole camp run for consensual and communicative consent-based play. Wow. And that's not usually my thing. Everyone assumes I'm kinky because I'm like very comfortable in my sexuality. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the things that get me going are intimacy, light touch, and mm -hmm. I'm a I'm a humor sexual. The funnier it is, the better. Mm -hmm. And a uniqueophile. I love people who are just really uniquely themselves. But mm -hmm. I don't need my motto is I'll try anything twice. But mm -hmm. I don't need all that. Mm -hmm. Most yeah. of the time, I'm like tickle my back, and I'm like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so I occasionally will do a group thing or that. I've mm -hmm. certainly had my share of experiences, like. I own my own cave at Petra in Jordan. Pretty proud of that. What's a cave? Like an actual cave. Like Petra's the, you know, in Indiana Jones, the seventh world wonder, the giant caves carved into the rock. Mm -hmm. I met a Bedouin guy, may or may not own a cave there with him. Oh, nice. <laughs> Had a little experience with him there. Oh. Like moving ski lift with skis on. That was probably the most acrobatic, impressive one. That that on a ski lift. That sounds I still want to go back to these identical yeah. twins. But that's yeah, we got to touch on that. Yeah. Wait, so wait. You said the identical twins? I, I so still you, want to hear so about the identical twins. identical twins. Oh, that's not even an interesting story. It just, I happened so to... Could you tell no. the difference between them or no? I could, yeah. Okay. Some people can't, but I very much could. I was into one. The other one, like, tried to kiss me, and I was like, I'm into your brother. And he's like, so what happened to them? And I was like, what? He's like, we've done it before. I was like... No. Okay. But you didn't. Didn't, no. ever, didn't ever have the threesome. I just dated them, and oh. they, I only f***ed one of them. I, it was so close. Oh, okay. It was okay. so close. Okay, we're calling them but after this. <laughs> we don't talk number. to them anymore for other reasons. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. But the but no, I've I've certainly had my share of interesting, like you know, fun stories. Now the thing about fun stories, they're rarely good. 
Mm. Best mm. of my life. Not a fun story. Just casual. But the stories are always, you know. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. They're good. Yeah, sometimes you do it for the story. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes what is this uh, solar charging your... <laughs> what is that? It's a very important thing we you do. Solar charging your... Yeah. yeah. Solar How charging your... It's, it's like a recharge. It's like, you know, you plug in your phone. If you do downward dog, naked towards the sun, you solar charge hole and it just supercharges your day. Yeah, it's like so it's a bunny. Downward dog. Which one's downward dog? It's like a, a V. Your yeah. hands on the ground. Oh, yeah. It's the, the one where you get horny during yoga Spread because the you cheeks. look up and you're like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I've seen that one. Spread yeah. the cheeks. We'll do it all in a row on the road at a festival so that everyone else gets a show while we solar charge our ass. You guys are naked though, right? Doing yes. It? And how long, how many minutes? I recommend three to five. If you're not wearing sunscreen, like a ginger like me, you can't, okay. you can't do it too And long. what exactly does that do for you? She said it charges, it supercharges your, it charges your day. Your, your okay, because I, I do grounding. I like go barefoot. Yeah. So not maybe medical I can implement this. But you know. I mean, it's like. <laughs> you got to let the light in. Yeah, you got to do your own research. <laughs> okay. It's very important to be silly in life. You know, so many people want to be normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, one, that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Two, that's a, such a tiny cage to put yourself in. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Life's too short mm-hmm. to not get yeah. weird with it and experiment mm-hmm. and just try something for the sake of can trying you, it. Can you be in a relationship, though? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm polyamorous. I actually currently have two partners. Um, I want to have kids with, like, multiple partners. Well, I'm, I don't do for sake. Mm-hmm. I find it very boring. I, I need intimacy for mm-hmm. So they're very loving relationships, and they're, it's honest and open with everybody with two, involved. With two guys or three guys? Uh, currently two guys. I occasionally date women as well. I'm pansexual, mm-hmm. but um, I'm mostly straight-leaning. But, yeah. Um, so the two guys very are cool loving relationships. They've oh, met? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, they have not met yet because one is a new partner, but they will meet and they know about each other and we're very, you know. So you're open with them dating whoever they want to, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. It's called ethical non-monogamy. ENM is the term mm-hmm. you'll hear a lot of the time. Your kitchen mm-hmm. table, right? Uh, no. There's lots of different kinds of poly. Oh, yeah. No, and, I was just asking. Uh, wait, wait, yeah, wait. What, what's a kitchen table? Kitchen table means all your partners can sit down together at the same kitchen table and have a talk about it. Oh, they know each other. Yeah, you could all eat oh. dinner together. Yeah. That's what you do, right? You do that? Yeah. Yeah, he's more kitchen table than my. Oh, so you got all your all your chicks just chill together? Well, if I'm dating, like like if I've got multiple relationships mm-hmm. at a particular moment, it is important to me that anybody who enters my life enters my life, and every person who is in my life, mm-hmm. whether they be a lover or a friend, is an expression of who I am. Mm-hmm. So to in any way separate that is denying a part of who I am. Gotcha. And you can't pick and choose when you love someone. You have to love the entirety of them. You mm. know, then you can't say, "Well, I love this part about you and I hate that part about yeah, you." That's a fact. Because I hate when people. You do can't that. do that. You have yeah. to love all of them. It might annoy the shit out of you, but you still got to love, gotta that, love part that. Of it this too. is part of they them. are. Yeah. Or at least so, accept it. You know, yeah, you may not so, love like it, but you accept so it. See them like, as a whole I, person. I don't ever want any separation in my life. Mm. Gotcha. Do you believe in marrying multiple people? Do you want to marry multiple? I mean, I, I think you're going to have multiple life partnerships. Like, I mean, marriage as a, like, legal construct doesn't, like, like, I have a wife. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, like, we're, we've been too lazy to go to the courthouse just because <laughs> we don't, like, like you don't, what, what's important to me, to me yeah, is right. that we've made a life part, like, a life right. bond. Right. Hey, I'm like, yeah, and she's yeah. the best. Yeah. I, I mean, there are some interesting, we could go into a whole other podcast about the implications of polyamory in the future and how marriage will come into play because it is a power dynamic. You know, if, if one 
partner, you know, stays home and doesn't work for 12 years and mm-hmm. there's a divorce, only marriage is going to protect you financially. So there are some, some financial and economical reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but marriage, in my opinion, is kind of came from capitalism and patriarchy and passing your, honestly, your property, your, your land and things to your male heir mm. and was a transactional thing. And then we made it yeah. about love, but it was a, it, it is about love these days, but it's also really more of a legal thing. So if that's you love like a people, Western, that's a pretty Western concept. Too. Some people want the label. Some people don't. Some people, well, yeah, but you can always sign everything over. I can still put you on my life insurance, even though you're not my wife. Domestic partner. Yeah, and then you but kill you them. Go, I can put you on my life insurance. Yeah, and then you, you can kill put anybody them. in your life insurance. But you couldn't go visit them in the hospital. And no, if you had kids together, they wouldn't necessarily recognize them but, as the parent but to then make you decisions. Kids. There's your kids. Make, no, you the person you get the insurance policy on. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> right. You, 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 oh, duh. You, you guys don't know anything. You can put anybody let on Let me teach you your next business thing. You can put anybody on life insurance, though. Yeah, really. Yeah. You, yeah, you, you know, can use key you man can. insurance Even for like corporations. Percentage wise, mm-hmm. because yeah. like if you have a if you have a like a large corporation, you need life insurance on all of your partners, C, C, yeah. C level people, because yeah. if one of them dies, it deeply affects your business. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So you yeah. can get any key man insurance is important. Yeah. But nice. I still wanted to talk about your DJ. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's dive into the. Definitely. <laughs> DJ in the building. DJ JJ. So that's my Instagram, the DJ JJ. Just spelled out DJ VJJJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I've done a lot of weird things with my, including juggling with my, giving head massages with my. Uh, it all started from hosting the Naked Olympics, which is my event at most regional burns. Mm-hmm. Um, and it evolved uh, to this year. I joked about being a. Since everyone in Vegas is a freaking DJ, I was like, my bitch <laughs> be a DJ, mm-hmm. and everyone at Burning Man lately is a DJ. And my friend was like, oh, we're making this happen. And I was like, what? He builds props for Katy Perry, so he can make this shit happen. Mm-hmm. So he made me a custom dildo that has a Bluetooth speaker. My butt plug has a laser show that goes along with the music, and there's a built-in three-foot flame from my vag- three-foot butane flame. Wow. So I wrote a whole vag- show that's actually very wholesome. Very wholesome, surprisingly. It's extremely wholesome moving to the point of like i remember tearing up during it and i was sitting in the front row just like weeping wow and just like yeah i talk about their power and all the weird things that they can do that some of you may know some of you may not know and what then, are some of the things well i mean DJ? we've talked about a few of them <laughs> DJ they can be get very creative right. um but you know everyone thinks of birth obviously right, but i you know there's a huge potential for healing and release. Mm. Um, you know, this this show is still lighthearted, but I also talked about, um, you know, consent. I have a one-woman show as well that was my senior thesis in college about uh, culture and consent that very much aims to invite men into the conversation mm-hmm. and not re-traumatize traumatize survivors because mm-hmm. um, that whole culture needs to change. Right. So it talked a lot about many different things. And then I wrote, eventually my video, pipes up and is like hey hey can i talk you're talking for me and Mm -hmm. i'm like oh okay and i wrote a whole musical for her that she sings Mm -hmm. and yeah she sings a musical about and then we play songs about while people come light joints and cigarettes off of my (laughs) and we've made s'mores (laughs) i mean (laughs) like wait 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 wait, wait, wait. the, the overall thesis that i took home was that when you don't lay shame on your child, mm-hmm. they are able to survive through the difficulties of being yeah. a person with a vagina or with a vulva 
in an extremely shame, you know, laden culture, much more healthy. Right. Mm. My my grandmother was a of a educator. Mm -hmm. She started a tradition. You give your daughter her vibrator at sixteen. Like wow. you talk about. My mom mm. continued this tradition. Was very open with me. So when I which I have been three times, my first response wasn't shame. My mm. first response was, "Wow, if this happens to someone like me, it really can happen to everyone." And I started talking about it immediately. Mm. Pulled pulled my you know with someone I knew into a therapist's office to talk to him about what happened. My mom had a similar story that I had been secret. Yeah. My no. And that's another thing. There's a lot of, we could do a whole podcast about victim blaming and how you need to give the woman whose experience it was the power to decide how she handles that situation. Mm. I wanted to tell him my experience with a therapist in the office and, um, you know, give him my peace. But beyond that, his healing is his journey. Mm. This wasn't a very, 4% of are a stranger jumping out with a knife in the bushes. Almost all of them are people you know you're consensually kissing or maybe hanging out with, but you make a boundary and they push it too far. Mm. So I don't want him to be in prison. I, I think it's about re-education on both sides, about mm. how we were socialized from babies onward to not really make strong boundaries, to mm. not really hear and read strong boundaries. Yeah. Like, And I had friends literally unfriend me because I didn't want to press charges. And mm. that's unfortunate really? because... Yeah. It sh really, you need to give that person the power back, well, even if it seems like they're not doing what you think they should that's do. That's a totally different perspective give them back of their looking at my, yeah, my partner, no woman, my whole life, who speak like that. My partner will always say that, um, she'll say, if you just cancel people every time something happens, then all that they do is go to the next community and perpetuate harm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to like create processes as a community leader and uh we're very active in this positive and polyamory communities mm -hmm. as she is and like you have to create processes for people to like rehabilitate just Evolve. like with prison just like right. with all any sort of any any time you fuck up like you gotta learn that's okay yeah. Well, prison that's, doesn't always work, though. It doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't but ever the work. Thing, They're like, just now starting to implement programs and Everything stuff like now. Yeah, like, especially like, making s'mores with the person. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, it's to... so important. I, I really just want to like double yeah. down on that. That <laughs> for me, the point of life is to evolve as much as possible in mm -hmm. your in this life that you've been given, this body. Yeah. And we don't allow people to do that when the go-to is punishment for mm -hmm. one deed. We're all socialized, and I've literally interviewed murderers who I could put myself in their shoes and been like, yeah, if I had been raised like you and in your genes in that situation, I could find myself justifying that. Wow. No one does things maliciously unless they can justify it in their brain. I really mm. don't believe in people, you know, it doesn't come from nowhere. So it can also be re-educated and uneducated. And that I've, I'm different from most people in that most people value comfort mm -hmm. and I've always valued growth over comfort. And mm. yes, growth is uncomfortable. I didn't go around the world by myself to 48 countries because it was comfortable, but I grew 30 lifetimes in that amount of time. Gotcha. Like it's not always easy to have those hard conversations and to, you know, look someone who hurt you in the face and say, this is what happened and this is what it did to me. And like, let's work on how we can make sure this doesn't happen to other people. Mm -hmm. And that's what my show is about is like, stop blame game. It doesn't matter who's going to prison. Let's talk about the culture. Let's zoom out and use humor to go wow we've made a perfect recipe for one out of three women to get why 
it comes from both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, Disney on. I was trained to acquiesce to men's needs first before my own and not speak up, even coming from a very, like, vocal family around mm-hmm. my sexuality. So it's, it's important to look at it from all aspects and give people chances to see their behavior. It doesn't condone the behavior, mm-hmm. but to say, look, that behavior is wrong, not this person is wrong. Wow, one in three yeah. get It's crazy. Yeah, well, Super no, no, hot. no. It's, yeah, I mean, I know some of my homegirls as close as that. Like, I know a lot of women that's been through some crazy stuff, and I'm like, damn. And probably most like, of them haven't told you. It's almost normal. Wow. Yeah, and, and that, yeah, that doesn't include the ones that because, haven't told me. Fifty I mean, percent go undisclosed. Parts yeah. of this world where you'll get mm-hmm. for having, mm-hmm. right? And men too. One in ten men are, and they are even less likely to disclose because of the shame around. That what that weakness means in terms yeah. of masculinity in our culture. So wow. masculinity in general and femininity need a rewrite. It's like gender binary doesn't really exist. If you there's there's X X Y chromosome. There's so many scientific things that say that we do not live in a gender binary. You can literally on a scientific level not be man or woman. That's why I'm very pro trans. And we're all in this spectrum, and mm-hmm. we all have masculine and feminine energies inside us. Mm-hmm. There's no like. Thing that really dictates this is a masculine trait this is a feminine trait it's mm. just culture and culture is so malleable we have to start realizing that culture is completely malleable all these truths we've been fed are literally things just humans made up so we can remake them up do you do you feel like trans men can compete with in women in women's sports <sighs> that's Ooh. an interesting just hot honest, button just, topic it's, it's just yes or no i don't it's, think it's I think is it's like a conversation that gets blown out of proportion because we're talking about so many, like so few people. I will say that I don't think that's a comment that I can do justice in a soundbite of right, two right. minutes. Yeah. I think that's a whole conversation. I do. I'm very pro the identity of those athletes and identifying how they want mm-hmm. to. However, I do see the other side of how physical ability can, you know, it's very different men to mm-hmm. women. But at the same time, I'm not Serena Williams. She's way different than me. Would it be unfair of me to compete with her? Like, you know, there's there's a lot of different nah, points. Serena Williams, they, she do get beat by other women that aren't as good as her. She just, they just catch yeah. her. I'm just saying yeah. there's, there's many different frames you could look at that yeah. argument for. And that's kind of why I am who I am is I look at all the frames. Yeah. And yeah. I don't take one side because I believe in duality. I believe two truths can be, you know, true at the same time. Mm-hmm. And... You don't need to always have one right, one wrong. wrong. One right, one wrong. There's there's a lot of rights in the world. There's mm. a lot of things we can hold as true, and it's called dialectics in DBT therapy. Like, I like your perspective. I mean, I'm in I'm in training to I'm in my master's program right now to be a marriage and family therapist and nice. eventually a sex therapist <laughs> with a PhD. And I really do believe in like helping people through their mm. shame. And people people write me off because I DJ with my. I'm also out there and weird, <laughs> but honestly, the two are not in in conflict. Like yeah. it, what you choose to do yeah, outside right. of what you do is what well, you do. Not like, just that. Life's right. too important to take so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, right. If if you, like I was saying before, like mm-hmm. it, everything in life's easier when you're having fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. humor is such a useful tool to be able to talk about things that otherwise are too painful to talk about. Right. There's a lot of humor in my show for that reason. Like. It's yeah. really hard to talk about a lot of things that really fucking hurt right. without being able to just joke about it. And that's why I'm an 
I'm, I bring, I weave social justice into every art I do. I'm a body painting artist and I do real therapy on people to make themselves see themselves as beautiful mm. when I body paint on them and feel powerful in their body. Any like performance I've done, I've done an immersive show about um, you know, divorce and healing from that. I used to run the immersive theater department at Meow Wolf in Santa Fe. And even those characters and things, I would want to see, like, where's the humanity in this? Where's the social justice? Because the fun tools, like, I learned so much being a theater kid growing up and mm -hmm. gained so much confidence. Like, we can use art to tackle something that's taboo and hard and difficult and make it, like, easy. That's, that's how brain chemistry works, new pathways. You can't mm -hmm. just always... You know, use the hot button press word, especially like the sports issue. Oh, this is what the, the pundits repeat over and over. Like, it's not even in the same league when you start talking about these topics with a holistic and systemic perspective where it's mm. like, how's the network contributing? How does the whole family integrate? Like, what is the sociocultural impact right. and how do we get here? Man, we got deep. I like it. Yeah, well, I like it. But that's the thing about humor. It that's what she you. said. You're not gonna. That's what she said. We got deep. Come on, teed oh, it right up. I didn't. It's your go-to. I, I, I mean, we missed I that one. I was you gonna know, give it to you. I was like, but like you know, I'll say like it is. It that's like the importance of humor though, because no, like especially like like uh, with surrogate partner therapy, like my tool. Everyone's got a different style. My tool is humor and fun mm -hmm. because if you get someone laughing they get out of here they stop thinking with their anxiety brain yeah, yeah. you can't like i've never you, you're not like anxious and laughing at the same time you unless be. you're like unless you're like <laughs> no, right real here. laughter no. is real laughter and anxiety, anxiety do not go together absolutely trauma man. as well yeah. that was a great so, episode any closing comments fun, guys man. i just really appreciate you guys you know letting people come on this show that can spread messages that hopefully will, you know, change that malleable culture and allow people to be the biggest, freest version of themselves and realize that life's so much bigger than you probably even know, and, than and, I know. Like, and I'd okay, like, thanks to, for coming I'd like back to point too, out one other thing, which is she was requested to come here at like 30 minutes before she showed up. <laughs> yeah, and I had I no said, idea. I, was I doing said, this listen, <laughs> I want to do this thing with you. And you, you, there, there's nobody on planet Earth remotely like you. You got to come here. And appreciate this is this is just like who they are as a person. Mm. And also, again, what's your so, Instagram handle? So at DJ the DJ VJJ. So mm. the DJ VJJ, and it's a brand new account we just made today. So you know, like it'll get stuff eventually. But follow that, and when I do start doing more workshops, TED talks, things like that, well, it'll be through that channel. Yeah, awesome. but we're boomers, so it took a while to. Do <laughs> we're we're all old. such boomers. So Thank you guys for watching, and make sure you tune in to the DJ JJ. Yeah, you got it. You got yeah. it. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. The, the DJ Vijay. I'm a fire crush. Wait, wait, the curtains no. match the drapes. It's like real flames. DJ Vijay. Oh, I'm the one. Thanks for watching, guys. See you next time. Peace. <laughs>